you have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from LAist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes too when you donate now at LAist.com sweeps. I'm Tracy Thomas, host of One for the Books, a live literary event series from LAist. We are back with guests, author Amanda Montel and actor Bella Lavelle. You can find us on May 15th at the Crawford Family Forum. Tickets at LAist.com events. LAist Studios. Today on the LA Report. A big storm fueled by an atmospheric river has arrived in Southern California to be followed by a second at the end of the weekend. City of Los Angeles rents unfreeze today as a COVID-era protection expires. and an LAist investigation into the availability of abortion pills at California public universities finds little information going out about them. The question is, should it be coming from the top? Good morning, it's Thursday, February 1st. I'm Suzanne Watley, and you're listening to the LA Report from LAist 89.3. A storm system has made its way into the Southland and it's creating hazardous conditions on the roadways. Be careful driving out there. You'll probably see, you know, flooded roadways, underpasses, the possibility of, you know, some rocks coming down on the road, stuff like that. That's National Weather Service meteorologist Richard Thompson, who says the heaviest rainfall in the morning hours will be followed by light scattered showers throughout the day. He expects up to two inches of rain. A flood watch is in effect until tomorrow morning for Orange County, coastal and inland areas, including the San Bernardino and Riverside County Mountains. The Weather Service has also issued high surf advisories until Saturday morning for the beaches of Los Angeles and Ventura counties, including the Malibu Coast. Sandbags are available at Los Angeles County Fire Department locations. As for snowfall, snow levels are expected to get down to 5,500 feet, and that may impact the Interstate 5 and 14 freeway corridors tonight into tomorrow morning. The Los Angeles Department of Water and Power says it has prepared for the storm by boosting staffing and crews around the clock. There's a lot of wind associated with this storm, and if you see a downed power line, DWP wants to remind everyone, don't go near it. Call 911. You can sign up for DWP outage alerts or view or report an outage online at ladwp.com slash outages. Rents have been frozen for most apartments in the city of Los Angeles for almost four years now, but as of today, rent hikes are back. LAist housing reporter David Wagner looks at what that means for tenants. Landlords who own L.A. rent-controlled apartments can now raise rents for the first time since the pandemic began. Valley Glen resident Sherry Gertz's rent is going up 4 percent. At 76, she says she has no choice but to stretch her budget. I can't go to work now. I'm too old and there's nowhere to move. I don't even make enough to move. L.A. continued its rent freeze much longer than other cities. Landlords lobbied against it for years, saying they couldn't keep up with soaring inflation. But tenant advocates worry rising rents could tip some people into homelessness. For LAist 89.3, I'm David Wagner. Restaurants in Los Angeles that want to continue serving customers on sidewalks and in parking spots need to apply for permits starting today. LAist reporter McKenna Sievertson says there are a few changes under the city's permanent Alfresco program. Restaurants are required to keep at least one parking spot if their outdoor dining area takes up that space. But city officials worked in some exceptions for smaller eateries. 
Christy Vega is the owner of Casa Vega in Sherman Oaks, which has been in her family for nearly 70 years. She says the parking requirement would have favored big businesses. If you're a little mom and pop Thai restaurant deep in the valley and you have one little spot, you would be excluded from the program. Without the parking exception, Vega said she would have had to tear down half of the outdoor dining patio she built during the pandemic. Now, she said she'll be applying for a permit to keep that patio open come August 1st. For LAist 89.3, I'm McKenna Siebertson. Coming up, a local bookseller offers some recommendations for the best books about Los Angeles. Support for LAist comes from Latino Theater Company at the Los Angeles Theater Center, presenting the world premiere of Ghost Waltz by Oliver Mayer, a bold original recovery of Juventino Rosas, one of Mexico's most significant composers. Follow Rosas from his father's early death to his friendship with ragtime genius Scott Joplin, now on stage through June 2nd. Tickets and information at latinotheaterco.org. Support for LAist comes from Pasadena Water and Power, inviting everyone to join the ripple effect. Water plays a pivotal role in our lives, and every individual's actions matter in preserving this resource. Each action we take starts the ripple of change, making a greater impact throughout the community. Be part of the ripple effect and learn more about water programs, workshops, and ways to save at pwpweb.com slash the ripple effect. Back now to the L.A. Report. It's been a year now since California's public universities have been required to offer abortion pills to students. But many of those schools don't mention that service online. L.A.'s correspondent Adolfo Guzman-Lopez has more. Twelve campuses altogether made no mention on their websites that medication abortion is available. The campuses say they're getting the word out other ways, such as meetings with student groups and flyers. UCLA public health professor Paula Tavro says administrators should use their power to reach the entire campus. The question is, should it be coming from the top? This is a discussion I've had even with some students. She and others believe a periodic all-campus email about reproductive health with information about abortion pills is the answer. I'm Adolfo Guzman-Lopez. What are the best books about Los Angeles? That is the question our How to L.A. podcast team recently posed to eight local independent booksellers. One of them is an author himself and the former poet laureate of the city of Los Angeles, Luis G. Rodriguez. Rodriguez is co-owner of Tia Chucha's bookstore in Silmar. I find L.A. to be a great literary town great poetry town that people don't pay attention to. Um, San Francisco's known for it. New York is known for it. But L.A. shouldn't be forgotten for the great amount of literature and poetry that comes out of these communities. His picks were the 1939 novel Ask the Dust by John Fonte and collections of poetry by Wanda Coleman entitled Mercurochrome, published in 2001. You can find out all the other picks in the latest episode of How to L.A. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the LA Report. You can read more news at LAist.com or listen live anytime on the LAist app or on the radio at 89.3 FM. The AM edition is hosted and produced by me, Suzanne Watley, with assistance from producer Tyler Wayne. Our engineer is Federico Garcia Rodriguez. Catherine Mailhouse is the director of content development. LAist's executive editor is Megan Garvey. Original music by Scott Kelly. Check back here at 4 for the PM edition. 
Listeners like you help make the LA Report possible. Please donate at LAist.com slash join. And the LA Report is supported by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe quality journalism makes Southern California a better place to live. The LAist Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAist.com sweeps.